With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Jane Lee, who covers the athletics for MLB.com. And Jane, you have been on a whirlwind worldwide tour. Uh, how are your travels? What's going on? Welcome home. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I, we could spend an entire podcast talking about my travels. Um, I was in South Africa um, for a couple weeks. So, um, I mean, there's, there's so much. Yeah, I kind of compare it to going to California to where there's just endless things to do. Um, safari, wine country, beaches, mountains. Um, yeah, it was incredible. The travel is long, but um, I would tell anyone that it's definitely worth it. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm very excited to have you back. Ken Korak did a great job hanging out and filling in for you. So uh, no worries on that end. We got all our athletics news from that fine gentleman. And now, Jane, we are going to put on our projection hats because you and all of the other reporters here at MLB.com have been doing a lot of predicting. And the A's, I think, are starting to feel some excitement in the air when you look at their lineup. We're looking at guys like Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, Stephen Piscotty, the newest bat there in Oakland. And they're trying to fortify the lineup. They're trying to not rely on the long ball. But we're going to look outside the box and look at what the lineup could be like if the season started today, Jane. What kind of lineup are we looking at? Yeah, I mean, I think that... you know, there's obviously a ton of power. Um, we saw um, a good dose of it last year, probably more than A's fans are accustomed to seeing. Um, and I think that'll definitely be back next year, um, obviously with Chris Davis. Um, you know, you look at what Matt Olson did with a small sample size, um, and it's probably um, unfair and irresponsible to expect um, him to kind of continue the way he was just because it was at that crazy pace. But um I do think that, you know, over the course of a 162-game season, you're still going to see a ton of homers from him. Um, I think we haven't really seen the best of Matt Chapman yet. Um, I think he's still kind of developing, and um, I could see a lot of power coming from him. And then, you know, you look around those guys, too. I mean, there's a lot of nice complementary pieces, um, guys that are going to, you know, quietly add some power, too, guys like Matt Joyce, Marcus Simeon. I think it'll be interesting to see what Simeon does do with um, now that he's fully healthy again, um, just because I think everyone's kind of been waiting to, to watch him put it all together, and the potential is definitely there. Um, so I would suspect that he could start the season in the leadoff spot. Um, he did it um, a lot last year. Um, I do think also that Dustin Fowler um, – you know, once he's played a little bit with this team, that he's a guy that could also be in that leadoff spot. Um, you know, the A's, I know the A's want to see, you know, how his knee responds this spring training um, in his first camp with them. Um, but uh, I do think that he'll be fully, fully fine, ready to go once the season starts, and, and eventually we could see him in the leadoff spot. So I think it's a 
it's a well-rounded lineup. Um, the big thing for them is just kind of staying consistent, um, not relying on that home run too much. That hurt them at times last year, um, and, and just getting on base more. But I do think that the offense will definitely be the strength of this team. Yeah, I, I'm listening to you list off each and every one of these names, and I feel excited. I feel like there's going to be a really good product, and I think that they're going to be able to string a lot of different baseball hitting scenarios together and and manufacture runs more runs this year so hopefully this youth movement that billy bean has been preaching about will come full circle and and the picture will become much more clear uh when it comes to the bullpen we're going to talk bullpen right now and we've got blake trine and liam hendricks yusmero petite who was just acquired so i'm wondering jane if you could tell me who would be our closer on opening day and what the rest of the bullpen would look like? Yeah, I think Trinan um, will likely be back in that closers role. Um, I think Bob Melvin has a ton of setup options right now, guys that um, can not only set up but, um, you know, be versatile too and maybe provide some long relief, which I think will be important. Um, just considering there, there's a lot of unknowns right now with the rotation, um, just because I think that, there's just, um, you know, guys that have yet to fully prove themselves. Um, and I'm not sure that it's a rotation that um, they can really rely on just yet. Um, and that makes the bullpen that much more important. Um, so behind Trinan, I mean, there's guys with a, a lot of experience in that setup role. Um, guys like Chris Hatcher, um, Yusmero Petit has done it. Emilio Pagan um, was fantastic in that role as a rookie for Seattle last year. Um, and guys that, you know, are also familiar to A's fans, guys like Ryan Thole and Hendricks. Um, and then they've got that one, they have one lefty in there right now, Daniel Coulomb. And I know that um, adding another lefty has been on their to-do list all winter. Um, that's definitely something that they're still looking at. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see another addition in that regard. Um, so I could see some heavy competition in spring training um, within the bullpen because, I mean, not only the guys that we've been talking about, but there's other guys um, that have spent time in the rotation that probably are going to be um, pushed out of the rotation and, and, and thus kind of fighting for a bullpen job. Um, guys like Andrew Triggs, um, Chris Bassett, um, who was making his way back from Tommy John last year. Um, there's also Frankie Montas, Raul Alcantara. Um, so a lot of names. Um, and the A's always pride themselves in, in pitching depth, and that's something that they – definitely have this year um it's just kind of a question of who stays healthy um you know who's in who's out um when camp closes because there's so many names in the bag right now um and obviously so many spots yeah absolutely jane and like you just mentioned a strong bullpen to help this starting rotation which we're going to talk about in a second but we have talked about sean Manaya and kendall graveman and that fans should be excited to see those guys in that starting rotation. But there's also guys like Andrew Triggs and Jarrell Cotton and Paul Blackburn. And I'm wondering, again, if, if you could tell me who the starting five would be for the A's, what do you think it's going to look like? Yeah, I mean, I think if the, if the season started tomorrow, um, as we all wrote this week, um, you know, I would put Manaya and Graveman in those two spots. Um, and then beyond that, I, I definitely see Paul Blackburn in there. I mean, the A's were really high on him um, just based on his work last year. Um, ended the, the season with that freak injury, um, got hit in the pitching hand, um, and so he had that deep bone bruise, but 
He'll be back in Camp Pelosi, so I would suspect to see him in there. Um, and based on the way Daniel Mingdon finished the season, I mean, he's he's a legit contender. I think they're counting on him being in there. Um, and and I, right now I would have to give that, that last spot to Jarrell Cod. Um, you know, gave them, gave them Indians last year. Obviously had his struggles, but, I mean, I think everyone in that rotation – um, dealt with struggles, dealt with injury, um, so he wasn't alone in that regard. Um, and I still think that the ceiling is is pretty high for him. And um, I know that they still see a lot of potential in him. Um, kind of like Manaya, I think that with Cotton, you know, they're just kind of waiting for him to put it all together. And the fact that they haven't gone out um, and added a starter um, really demonstrates just their faith in these guys and the hope that they can put it all together this year. Um, and beyond that, Fatim, there's there's several other names um, that will be vying for a spot. Um, I know it's sometimes easy to forget about Jesse Hahn, but um, sure. you know, he's a guy that in the past has done um, really well for them and has been back and forth in recent years. Daniel Gossett got a taste of the big leagues last year um, and looked really good at times. Um, so he'll be given a chance. Um, and I know Triggs would love to come back as a starter, Um after his season ended kind of prematurely because of hip surgery. But, um, you know, he is one of those guys like Bassett to where they might consider a bullpen role just because of the um, configuration of the roster right now. So um, depth is definitely uh, a strong suit of theirs. Um, But, again, there's only so many guys right now that you can really lock in there. Um, And it's going to be interesting because I think, you know, for any team, of course, the rotation changes. Um, throughout the course of the season and with the A's. Um, I definitely think the opening day rotation um, is not the rotation we're going to see, you know, maybe even two weeks in. So okay. um, I see a lot of movement there just because I think they're they're going to have to try to find the right pieces, um, and they're still in the process of doing that, and I think it'll continue well into the season. All right, development. We're also going to talk about some rookie career development. A.J. Puck attended and represented the athletics. Our MLB Pipeline's Jim Callis caught up with A.J. Puck last week at the Rookie Career Development Program, and here's what he had to say. A.J., you're here at the Rookie Career Development Program. What did you know about the program before you came out here, and how helpful do you think it'll be once you get to the big leagues? Uh, yeah, I heard a little bit about it from a couple guys I work out with that have done it recently, I think last year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, so far, I mean, there's been a lot of, lot of topics we've covered, and it's been uh, really helpful. How about your, your, your first year in professional baseball? Very successful. You got to double-A. You finished among the minor league strikeout leaders. What did you learn, I guess, during that first full season in pro ball? Uh, you know, what went well for you, and what do you think you need to work on to make the final jump up to the big leagues? Uh, yeah, you know, we had a, it was a good year. Uh, you know, just learning uh, my routine, learning, you know, what works for me. Um, and, you know, just working on uh, developing, you know, all my pitches. You know, I started throwing a curveball again uh, this year. And then, you know, towards the end of the year, everything started coming together, you know, just mechanic-wise and everything. It felt good. And, uh, you know, it's overall just consistency, you know, work on uh, being consistent, you know, every start. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I guess you're probably best known from a pitching standpoint for the fastball and the slider. How are the curveball and changeup coming along? Uh, yeah, I mean, my changeup, I'd say, you know, last year is when I was – Probably like my second pitch. I, mean, I, I enjoyed throwing that more uh, than my uh, slider, and you know I could throw it any count that I wanted to. I had really good uh, control of it. And you know, curveballs coming along. You know, turn, uh, begin of the year is inconsistent, and uh, towards the end, middle of the end, it was uh, it was getting there. You know, able to 
dumb it for strikes when I need to, just uh, you know, change the speeds. So. You weren't able to be a direct participant, but how much pride did you take when you saw Florida win the College World Series finally? I mean, you were teammates, obviously, with a lot of those guys. And I know from, I guess, talking to guys, like I've had this conversation with Derek Fisher. Virginia won it the year after he left. But, I mean, how much pride did you take seeing those guys finally punch through and win it? Uh, yeah, you know, I uh, got a couple of friends that were there and a couple that are still there. You know, it's good to see them win, you know, with all the you know, work that everyone puts in to finally get there. You know, we, we went twice when I was there, and we uh, last year we went 0-2 now, but uh, mm -hmm. you know, it was good to see him finally break through. Did, uh, were you able to follow it much during the season? Were you keeping track of it as it was going on? Uh, I mean, actually, when I was, uh, I was in the hotel room, I was flipping back and forth between, I was watching a, a movie on HBO, I was kind of going <laughs> back and forth in, uh, in between, but uh, yeah, I was able to keep up with it uh, here and there when I could. Okay. We have some fun questions we're asking everybody. Uh, what uniform number do you wear, and why do you pick that number? What uniform number? Yeah. Uh, I've had it all different. I really don't have a, a uniform. It's just whatever it's first available. That's all right with me. Gotcha. I guess as a big guy, a lot of times you probably growing uh, up had to yeah, take whatever yeah, one fits you. Yeah, just the biggest one. I'll take it. <laughs> How about, uh, do you have a celebrity lookalike that people say you resemble? A celebrity lookalike? I don't yeah. think so. I don't know. I haven't seen uh, too many people. So nobody's, uh, nobody's tagged you no, with one of those? No, no. Maybe, maybe a couple cartoons, but I don't know. <laughs> How about the craziest baseball experience you've ever had? The craziest baseball experience? Man, uh, I'm not sure. I feel like every game you see something new, you know, but I, I can't think of one off the head. Okay, and how about your uh, favorite uh, MLB memory from childhood? Favorite MLB memory? Uh, probably when uh, I was a grew up big time Cardinals fan. Probably when uh, Albert Pujols hit that home run against the Astros. I think against it was the ninth. That went over the train tracks. Yeah, that was, that was pretty sweet watching that. That was a pretty good one. Okay, thanks, AJ. And he was named one of the A's prospects of the year. So it's obvious why they sent him. It's a great chance for these guys to learn and grow. But, Jane, what did you hear about his time at this event? Yeah, I mean, I think um, <laughs> from the sounds of it, from what I um, saw him talk about, um, you know, he had heard about this before and um, – was really open to the opportunity. I think um, he's really impressed um, everyone, you know, in and outside the organization since they drafted him in 2016. Um, and, you know, I know that they're, the A's are looking forward to seeing him again in spring training. Um, he was in big league camp last year um, for the first time, you know, less than a year after being drafted. And, I mean, he was around, he stuck around for a while. You know, usually those guys, um, you know, are only around for a, a couple weeks. Um, and then they're gone, but they gave him ample opportunity to pitch in, in games against big leaguers. And I mean, he, he really impressed just, um, nothing seemed to scare him. He went right after guys, um, obviously has that elite velocity, um, was working on a few things, incorporated his, um, curveball back into the mix, um, and ended up doing, doing well in his first full professional season. I mean, the fact that he ended, um, the year at AA just, you know, speaks to his development. Um, and, and I would suspect if he doesn't start the season there, um, you know, we could see him at AAA soon, which would put him on track to hopefully join the A's in, in 2019, if not sooner. Um, you know, I, based on the way things are going for him, I really wouldn't be surprised if, if he was one of those September call-ups. So um, definitely an exciting name to watch out for. And I think it's um, kind of cool just because, you know, we've been talking so much about all of the position player prospects that are coming up for the A's, um, but he's definitely, you know, that guy to watch um, on the pitching side.
All right. Okay. I'm excited to continue talking about him and see what he can do for the team. And lastly, Jane, we're talking about a free game. The Athletics celebrating 50 years at the Coliseum. So there will be a free game, if I'm understanding this correctly, and tell me if I'm not, on April 17th. What are those details? Yes, a completely free game, which, um, I mean, you just don't you just don't hear about that. <laughs> um, but it's, it's really cool. I mean, I think the A's in the last year um, have really done a good job of, of engaging their fans and, um, you know, celebrating their history. And um, I think 50 years is a perfect time to, um, you know, perfect cause for celebration and yeah. for um, such an initiative. Um, yeah, I mean, every time I hear about it or read about it, write about it, I'm like, this this is still real. Real, This is happening. Yeah. Um, so it's very, very cool. Um, I don't think that, you know, you'll see this type of thing um, again from any team just because it's such a rare thing to happen. So no, um, We're going to have to wait another 50 years before we would ever see yeah, it again, right? Yeah, exactly. Awesome. All right, Jane. Well, we have covered things way ahead of time, but that's okay because it is never too early to look at what the team could look like. And we know that there are going to be probably some changes after spring training happens, which is exciting though. And we're going to have it all covered. And if anybody needs their fix, because I know everyone needs to get their baseball fix and you can go to athletics.com and check out all of Jane's work. I'm Danny Wexelman with Jane Lee. Thank you guys for tuning in.